What is going on, people? My friends, welcome back to Get a Life Nerd. I'm your host, Elliot G. I would say my last name once this gains more traction. I don't have to worry about my safety. Just kidding. I want to say thanks again for all the love on the podcast. The last few weeks have been awesome. I really appreciate all of you taking your time and listening to me. All the people throughout all the different countries. Um, all the different, you know, apps and everything that you listen on. I appreciate all of you immensely. We're up to 11 active listeners and over 100-something plays. Uh, it's a slow start, but I need to kind of get used to how to do this stuff. So I enjoy it. I, I really have a good time. And I want to remind everybody that listens, you can also check it out on YouTube to see my wonderful face. And maybe if we ever do videos, uh, like last week where we did the human benchmark test, you can uh, see my pretty face there. And you get to see the doggos walk around in the background sometimes. All right. Enough with the introduction. You know what it is. You know this is the nerdy podcast. You get your nerd stuff here, dude. All right. Today, Umbrella Academy, I told you guys it would be something better last week. Today's the day. Thursday. Your lucky day, babies. You know what I'm saying? Um, we are doing our first episode of what we like to call the deep dive. That. So, we have that deep dive is going over all of Umbrella Academy thus far. Obviously, we're hoping for a season three, but we're going to break it down by characters. We're, we're deep diving into the show. Okay, now obviously, there's going to be people that know more than me. There's going to be people that fantasize, or like, I shouldn't say fetishize. Fetishize? Words are hard. That are going to be balls deep in this show way more than I will be. But I'm going to give you the, what is, and I'm telling you, there is a ton of spoilers in this. So don't listen to this if you want to watch the show. I don't want to ruin it for you. But if you watch the show and just want to talk about it, or if you're just interested and don't really care about it being spoiled, just to know what you are getting into before watching it. All cool by me. So welcome to the first deep dive, Umbrella Academy. Now, we're going to start off with our characters. There are seven characters you need to know about right this second. We'll talk about other characters on the way of explaining the storylines. But right now, it's going over the main characters. So, number one, we have Luther, a.k.a. number one. So now, something you guys got to know before I go into them, the Umbrella Academy, the kids were numbered. And they had their names, but they were numbered. The Luther was number one. Anyway, Luther, born of superhuman strength, tried hard to impress his father by being a leader of academy and almost died in a solo mission, resulting him in being turned into a half-monkey, half-man, and then sent to the moon for a mission. Pretty brief summary. I'm going to keep these short and sweet for the most part. Uh, Diego, number two, trained in hand-to-hand combat. He has inferiority complex. Uh, can manipulate objects around him, so mostly in the form of throwing knife, so he can like throw a throwing knife and make it bend and go where he wants. Uh, Vigilante, wants to stop all crime and be a good guy. Has a hard time doing so. Allison, aka number three, has the power to manipulate any person to do anything she says by saying, I heard a rumor, and then continuing to say what she wants him to do. So like, I heard a rumor, you went and punched your brother in the face, and then they would go do it. Uh, celebrity actress and has a, has a daughter who she lost custody of because she used her powers for making or to make being a parent easier. We can talk on that later if it's right or wrong. <laughs> Klaus number four 
Files number four has the power to see and communicate with the dead, including his deceased brother Ben. Messed up childhood led to a bad path of alcohol and drugs. By messed up childhood, I mean the fact that he could see and talk to dead people, and his father, Reginald Hargreaves, kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So, fucked up childhood. Number five, aka number five, you don't really know his name, has the power to jump through space and time. At a young age, he jumped far ahead, leading him to live for years and years in the apocalypse. Gets a job at the commission as a hitman. Comes back to his regular timeline to be an old man stuck in the body of his younger self. We'll explain what the commission is a little later. Ben, number six, has the ability to transform into a deadly tentacled monster. Eventually leading to his death, he became a ghostly companion to Klaus, which has been, which was caused by the fact that he never went into the light. Vanya, number seven, hard to explain her power. She can do some crazy shit. Uh, after the father noticed what she was capable of, she was force-fed pills and was constantly told she was sick, so she couldn't use the powers. Eventually leading finding her finding them and shooting a laser beam into the movement, causing the first apocalypse. Now that's a brief summary of all those first main characters that you guys need to freaking know about. Alright, now we're going to get into the storyline of season one here. Um, have some goof scaffs on the way. You know, we're, we'll just chat and we're hanging out, having a, a grand old time uh, with the boys. You know what I mean? Alright, at the very beginning, our characters were forged from a crazy occurrence where multiple women around the entire world mysteriously got pregnant and gave birth within the same day led to these superhumans. So, women in all different countries magically just became pregnant and gave birth the same day. So, seven, nine months, it was one damn day. Crazy. A billionaire by the name of Reginald Hargreaves, all of the Umbrella Academy's father, you could say, went around the world and paid top dollar to children from their mothers because obviously these people didn't expect to have children because it was the same day. So, most of them were willing to give them up. Um, then it kind of skips ahead to when they're all grown up, no one gets along, no one talks to each other anymore. What brings them together is the death of their father, Reginald Hargreaves, which of course leads to more fighting and whatnot. And suddenly some crazy energy stuff starts happening, everyone runs out. This is where you get introduced to the character 5. Um, yeah, they run out, everyone suddenly, a fire extinguisher. The porter hits Luther in the head and knocks his ass out. Um, if you guys are wondering what I'm reading off, of, I'm literally re reading my notes that I wrote from my brain, so I'm not like just fucking taking someone else's work. I did do this myself, I promise you. Um, so he gets knocked out and hits in the head by that thing. A young five has been gone since the early years, pops out of the portal, except he is 50 year old, 50 plus years old, and stuck in a teenage boy's body. Crazy shit, I know. Um, it's really funny actually. It's it, it brings up really good comedy uh, points, but I have to say really quick, the actor of five. I don't know who the actor is. Whoever plays him, that teenage kid, is an incredible actor. Like first and foremost, like absolutely incredible. Um, but so keep going on here. Uh, they get all settled down. He explains what what when he disappeared. It's because the timely test the apocalypse. He is stuck there forever. Until offered a job. Until offered a job by the commission. The commission basically controls time and makes sure everything happens when it's supposed to. Anyways, with knowledge, five 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 finds out he is going to try and stop the upcoming apocalypse. Only thing he knows is that 
he has a fake eye of whoever caused the apocalypse. Because it shows a scene where Luther's trapped under a bunch of rocks. Or a bunch of debris and rubble. rubble, And he's holding a fake prosthetic eye. And Five snatched that and kept it for until now. Right? You come to learn that the commission has sent out agents named Hazel and Cha-Cha. Great characters, by the way. Especially Hazel. He's my favorite. Since Five has worked for the commission and was arguably one of the best headhunters, he knows how to get away from them or and avoid them, fight them, whatever. Lots of love connections in the season. Alice and Luther being one of them. Kind of weird. They're brother and sister, but not really. So, like... I don't know, you know, that's up to each and everyone's interpretation. This one I love, the Donut Lady and Hazel. So one of the hitmen, Hazel, starts going to this uh, donut shop frequently, and he meets the lady who works there every day. He falls in love with her, and that's really awesome. And there's Leonard, or then there's Vanya, and a man named Leonard Peabody, a.k.a. Harold Jenkins. So, there's a lot of shit that goes on. Five tries to figure out who. He goes to an eye doctor and says, I don't even know who this fake eye belongs to. Doctor says, I don't know. That's a prosthetic that hasn't been made yet. Like, looking through him. And Five being this adult man in a tiny kid's body. Like, threatening him. Trying to beat the shit out of him. You know, stuff like that. Um, gets no answers. Can't find the answers. Um, then... Harold, or Leonard Peabody, starts kind of infiltrating his evilness into Vanya's life. He says, Vanya, I love you after three dates. And then, you know, they go on dates all the time. He actually, Vanya's an excellent violin player in like this uh, uh, symphony, or maybe it's just a violin, I don't really know. She performs, nevertheless, with violin, and there's a woman who is first chair. Leonard Peabody uh, is a psychopath and kills her so that way Bonnie can have the first spot. Doesn't bring her. Um, so she has the first spot. She doesn't make anything of it. She just kind of disappeared. No one really knew. And then you come to find out after digging and digging. After, actually what happens is Allison, after they get in a fight with Vanya, Allison goes to her apartment, tries to drop something off, and Leonard's there, right? Like, why the hell are you there, guy? Yeah, end up stealing, because he got the hands on a notebook, which Klaus threw in the dumpster. He knew that Vanya's like powers were basically stopped by the fact that she was taking all these prescriptions all the time and blah 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 and she was trying he was trying to help her be herself and she was always like complaining and saying how like she doesn't have any power she's the odd one out like her childhood she was always told she wasn't able to do anything and she couldn't do blah 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 he then starts you know like pushing her and pushing her and helps her learn it you see a dramatic scene where they're walking down the street and she's just so pissed and angry and her energy is flowing out and all the street lights are bending over towards her because she's just like it's just something that's happening and it's really cool actually they keep going they keep going they're going away for the weekend 
Well, when they go away for the weekend up to a cabin up north where he's trying to get her powers to go even more crazy, Allison does some research on this Leonard Peabody. Hey, I can't find anybody in existence that has this name. Who the hell is this guy? Allison says basically. So she finds out his real name isn't Leonard Peabody, it's Harold Jenkins. Turns out, this man's obsessed with the Umbrella Academy. He tried to join it at the young age, or was so obsessive about it that he tried joining it at the young age. He had an abusive father. Um, tried joining it. Reginald Hargreaves basically laughs him off and says, there's nothing special about you. There's a dramatic cutscene there. And then, so he's obsessed with Umbrella Academy as it is, so now he's trying to take his anger out in the form of getting Vani to blow the fuck up. Doesn't make much sense, but it happens. Allison figures it out. They're up in the cabin up north or whatever. Allison drives up there to meet her. Allison and Vani get in this huge fight. Vani's like, you don't know what's good for me. You don't know. I've had a troubled life all my life. You know, I always been made to feel like lesser than you guys and always out of the spotlight, blah, 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 which is true. Then she gets so fed up and Allison tried to do the I heard a rumor thing to get her to calm down. And Banya slices her throat with a... I gotta actually Google what it is, what they use, because I don't want to sound like a jackass. The bow. So, you know, the thing you... Uh, anyway, slice her neck like right off with that. It was just like, nah, dude, you're done. So you think, boom, holy shit, right away in this first season, they're already freaking killing off one of the main characters, dude. Well, they don't. Allison... Or I think it was Luther and Diego, or two of the brothers, go up to that cabin by chance. You know, they just happen to try to figure out where she was. See Allison dying. They bring Allison back to the academy. Thankfully, they're able to fix her, but then she can't talk. And this leads up to like this. I mean, there's obviously a bunch of filler stuff. The show's great. I highly recommend you watch it if you don't. If you're, this is just the gist. There's spoilers, yes, but I'm not deep diving and telling you every single little thing. This is a 30-minute podcast. I'm not going for an hour. Um, so it leads up kind of like the final scene. Vanya's pissed off. Uh, she's all like, literally her suit turns white. Her eyes are like pure, like bright-ass white. Everything about her is just crazy as fuck. And then you have... Um, everyone's trying to stop her because, like, oh, like they knew the timeline. There was like a certain amount of timeline before the apocalypse, and they knew they were close to it. So five was doing everything it could to stop it. Everyone was doing everything they could to stop it. Excuse me. Oh, must be boring myself. You get in this crazy fight scene. Vanya basically fucks them all up. Uh, Allison sneaks up behind her. As she's about to shoot this laser that, like, kills. No, she has all the, Bonnie has all of them picked up with these weird energy tentacle things. Pulling them all up in the air. And Allison sticks up behind her and, like, freaks her out. This causes a uh, little bit of a meltdown on Vanya. Vanya says, what the fuck? Basically, she doesn't actually say that. This energy, this beam energy, laser energy beam thing shoots out of her into the moon, causing the moon to explode. It's all the pieces fall down, causing, you know, the apocalypse and killing everybody. Um, 
And so to end the first season, Five has this idea. He's like, I never tried it, but I got I, it's the only option we have. Tries to time travel with all of them. Like, everyone's hanging out to each other. He time leaps. And then, that's where that season ends off at. No, they end off, it shows them all falling into 1960s. And then it ends. Great way, great fucking season. It got me hooked. I was all in, and thankfully I didn't watch the first season until the second one came out already. I was like, this is freaking dope. Alright, it's a new day. Um, We left off talking about season one. How it uh, was pretty good. I like it a lot, but now today we're going to talk about season two a little bit. Um, Should be about a half hour episode like usual. Or decent, I know. Hope you guys are having a good Thursday. Uh, I say that in the middle of the episode, of course, because it's two different days that I'm recording this, and I just felt like saying it now, so you guys can deal with it. Now, with that being said, we're going to go on to season two. Season one left off, where they do a giant, well, they fight Vanya, because Vanya, you know, is going absolutely batshit crazy with all of her powers. Um... Moon gets shot by laser from Vanya. Moon causes uh, meteoroid meteors to come into the earth and destroy everything. The time hop back. They, all, they get spread throughout the 1960s, from 60 to 63, I believe, uh, in Dallas, Texas. Um, to begin, they're all in different years, right? Um... Go over the characters. Luther, you know, lands in a rainy night day. They're yelling out for Allison. Can't find her. Obviously, the time hop turned out shitty. They're yelling for her, and then a homeless man joins them and yelling for her. It was actually kind of a funny scene. Um, next was the fact there was um, Vanya lands in, runs out into the middle of the road. Boom. Done for. Just kidding, not done for. Gets hit by a car. Uh, the person driving the car turns out to be a main character. Her name is Sissy. She is the mother of another main, new main character named Harlan. Harlan is a, I want to say, autistic or uh, mentally handicapped um, younger, or like child. Right. So Vani then has amnesia. She doesn't know who the hell she is. She got hit by this, uh, by Sissy, and then is like, oh shit. Well, we can take care of you on the farm. So she moves in with Sissy, and um, I forget the husband's name, and then Harlan the kids. She starts taking care of Harlan and being a like a, a nanny. Um, Diego drops in, runs over, sees a TV. JFK's speech is on. He realizes JFK is still alive. He's going to stop the assassination because vigilante, as we talked about in the first half of the episode, he wants to be the hero, wants to be the best he can be, you know, save JFK. You guys are wondering why I'm drinking this episode. 1792. The great Kentucky whiskey. Um, yeah, so he says, I'm going to stop this. Like, nah. Klaus comes back. Him and Ben don't know what year it is. They're walking down the street. Everything's kind of obviously old timey. They're kind of like weirded out. They pick up a newspaper and they both have the sudden realization, like, oh shit, kind of deal, you know? Holy fuck. Because obviously anybody that lands in the 1960s would be kind of a 
crazy. Allison finally has her voice back. Uh, that's a big thing at this point. She's finally able to do that, and uh, the way she finds that out is by the fact that when she lands into the 1960s, she walks into a diner, and her being a uh, a black woman uh, says, you know, or asks for some help or something like that, and then he points to the sign or says something, and it says, no color, no black people allowed, which, to clarify out of context, that sounds terrible. I don't mean it. It's just what the sign says. Um, then go on to just kind of get all together. Five lands in after everybody he lands, I believe in 63, uh, finds a person named Elliot, which, haha, <laughs> funny because, you know, my name. Um, Elliot uh, is a big conspiracy theorist, like wild. He saw every one of them drop in, and every time a seismic wave or whatever gave off that the, the, the time hop caused, he had a camera set up to take a picture. So he took a picture of all of them because they all lay in the same alley over the span of the three years. So Elliot becomes five's new friend, five you know, has him to figure out all that. Five trying to figure out, or five originally landed actually in the a new nuclear apocalypse that was caused by the fact that JFK wasn't assassinated, which means Diego was successful in making sure he was not assassinated, which caused the whole world to go kaboom from nothing but nuclears, nuclear missiles, right? Um. Anyway, so then he time hops back. He meets with. Hazel, which was original headhunter for the commission with Cha-Cha. Hazel's the one that loved the donut lady that we, we ship, you know. Um, Hazel briefcase is all messed up. Uh, Hazel goes and meets him on a bench. Hazel's old. It's really kind of like a touching moment. Hazel's like, I want to give this to you. It's a commission's briefcase that they can travel in time with. You want to give it to five to help him out. Um... Hazel has like a change of heart at the end of season one that we didn't talk about. Then out of nowhere, the three Swedes, Swedish brothers, come up and just start gunning, you know? And um, that results in the briefcase getting destroyed so Five can't get home with his family. And it's leading to Hazel getting killed, uh, which is really depressing. And for the most part, oh, and then you find out that Diego is in the mental hospital um because he's crazy because he he tried telling everybody how the president was gonna be assassinated nobody believed him and at the 60s you say some outlandish thing like that you definitely get thrown in a mental hospital thanks um and then we move on to that, that's all in episode one right episode two um oh and on top of that this is a character that needs to be announced. I'm already forgetting her name. I think it's Lila. Who was actually the commissioner's daughter. Put herself into the mental hospital. And she falls in love with Diego. Now mind you, she's supposed to keep an eye out on them. Because the commissioner is trying to carry out this crazy plan. Because she's trying to carry out this crazy plan. And, um... Anyway... Second episode, you find out the new uh, head of the commission is not the commissioner anymore. It is AJ, who is literally a fish 
who has a tank attached to a human body and can talk through it, which is really funny. So good job, Gerard Way, for making that a character. I think it's hilarious. Um, you then have Diego and Luther going to look for their father because Reginald Hargreaves, they've seen a photo of him um, involving him in the Kennedy assassination. They go looking for him. Uh, Diego actually gets stabbed by his own father, but his father doesn't know because he hasn't adopted them yet, technically, because they're back in time. All this crazy shit, right? Um, at this point, things start to pick up. Uh, Diego and Luther already have met with one another, I believe. Uh, the husband, oh, Carl is the husband of Sissy, which is who I talked about earlier, but, um, Vanya gets a call and says Carl's drunk as hell at the bar, he needs to get picked up, so Vanya goes and picks him up. Luther is the one that is throwing Carl outside because he is helping a mobster or a gangster, uh, run his, you know, he's a, the bodyguard of sorts. He brings him outside, turns out, he sees Vanya and he's like, holy shit. Vani doesn't recognize him, obviously, because the amnesia, and was just like, okay. Later on, he traces her down and all that good stuff. Um, forgot to mention, Allison has a husband. Now, at this time, the uh, a lot of the civil rights movements were going on. Um, earlier in the second episode, they a white man uh, goes up knocking on this the the black on or. The barbershop op owned and operated by black people. Um, knocks on it. Allison gets annoyed and knocks him the fuck out because Allison don't give a fuck. And then the next, later on in the episode, uh, Ray comes and gets arrested for no damn reason. Leading to Ray meeting Klaus. Klaus becomes a cult leader. Surprisingly enough, Klaus actually is one of my, is actually my favorite character of the entire show. Um, comes a cult leader, meets Ray which is Allison's husband, in prison. Because Klaus got arrested for stealing a man's truck trying to get back to Dallas uh, to run away from all of the cult members because he's just sick of it. So they all met. Five figures out that Diego is in a mental hospital. Meets them. Okay, man, I want to help you out. Diego's like, no, I'm not letting JFK get assassinated, so, um, I've rats on Diego for trying to break out, and that causes, uh, a big thing to happen where, you know, he gets locked in the mental facility for even longer, um, then this is when Luther tracks down Vanya after that, and Luther's trying to explain to Vanya in the barn of Sissy's house, or their property, like, hey, I'm your brother, this, this, and that. You really don't remember anything, even though she just destroyed the world before that. Sissy, being a protective person, comes out with a rifle pointing at Luther, and Luther's like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm leaving, kind of deal. And they kind of move on from that. Um, episode number three, Klaus and Allison reunite. Now, this is the last episode, I'm pretty sure, where everybody kind of reunites with one another and figures out they all got into the same time everything's going good um you know for the most part later on down the line 
the rest of the series. The rest of the season is basically like, okay, they're tracking down, trying to figure out the obvious at a set time where they need to figure out how the hell they're going to save the world in this apocalypse in the 60s instead of 2019. They figure it out, or they don't figure it out, they figure out that Lila's the commissioner's daughter. Five starts kicking her ass in a, a cool warehouse fight scene. Um, it continues on. They episode number six. They learn that you know they meet their father trying to explain to him, "Hey, we're all your kids." Reginald and he's like, "Nah, dude, there's no way." And then he comes to really like five five. He has this cool scene where he sits down and says, five, why are you trying to jump so far in different times? You should take it seconds." minutes you know has this cool scene where the father and five really get along or not get along like have a connection for the first time in a long time and they kind of go around in and um later on what happens is as the world's about to end because by our everybody fails uh to me on well what happened was five meets with the commissioner and says hey i got a deal for you like if you kill the entire board of the commission because they kicked me out of my job I will give you and your family a way home with no apocalypse, nothing. You guys are safe in the current timeline, so 2019, and everything will be back to normal. He says, okay. He goes in with an axe and murders all of them, like with his time-hopping abilities, doing some crazy shit. He gives him a thing and says, hey, you have, like, I think it was 59 minutes or something, so he's like, everybody get to the alley at this time. Only three of them show up. It was like, fuck. So that doesn't work out. He gets pissed off. Um, Diego getting really mad because the Swedes killed Elliot, the uh, conspiracy theorist guy, uh, went and buried Elliot, and, um, you know, Lila shows up, the one that's the commissioner's daughter, and says, hey, take a drink of this drink. He held, holds it in her mouth, doesn't swallow, spits it back out, but Diego actually drinks it and knocks out. She ends up hiring him, giving him a job at the commission. Diego's first thought is, fuck this. I'll try to help get out. He meets, I forget his name, the little funny commissioner worker who's a really cool dude. Um, this leading to then be a thing where Vanya and Vanya's perspective, they have a love connection with her and Sissy, so they are in love, and they are like, I'm going to run away from Carl. She takes really good care of Harlan. We get pulled over by Carl's brother, who is a state trooper or sheriff or whatever. She uses her powers, knocks out two of the cops, third one knocks out with a gun. They start inter interrogating her because they think she is a um, Soviet spy or a Russian spy or whatever. They put on Alice to do this thing. There's this crazy cool scene where um, Allison, Klaus, and Diego go try to save her. Ben is the only one that can crawl up in his ghostly form because she's radiating all this power. And he gets inside of her and possesses her and calms her down and sets her free. But that ends Ben because Ben uses all of his power to go into the light. He was never able to achieve that before, which is why he was always Klaus's companion. He then takes over that and um, you know gives her one real hug because it was the first time you could actually experience it. Him and Vani part ways. Um... The next episode, at this point, we're like episode eight. I'm kind of brushing through it because we're running out of time here. Um, younger five, who's still really old in the young body, meets old five. 
and then they have this whole funny episode where uh when you run into yourself in the same timeline you start getting like uh i forget what they call it some like sickness and they're both going through it and he doesn't know which one to believe luther is the one helping and Oh, they're just saying, the, okay, here's the uh, symptoms that they would go through when two people are in the same timeline. Denial, itching, extreme thirst and urination, excessive gas, acute paranoia, uncontrolled perspiration, and homicidal rage. They both go through the old one and the young five. Um, at this point, Diego drops out of, or leaves orientation, goes to try to figure out the thing to help save his family, and then... At this point, as another love interest, Allison tells um, Ray, her husband, all the uh, terrible or about her power and about all the crazy future shit. And try, they're trying to convince people to go back to the future with them. Same with Vanya and Sissy. So, like, all these love connections are happening. Um, then it comes to the final episode. I know I brushed this really quick, which is a terrible deep dive because I'm not deep diving it. I'm being honest with you, I prepared really well for the first season, the second season, I had no notes written down, so I'm kind of grazing off the top of my head. The last one, you know, everything's going crazy, you find out Lila is actually another one of the Umbrella Academy type people, the people that were, one of the people that got born within the same day of being pregnant, um, so she has all these powers like Vanya does, there's this epic fight scene where the entire commission comes to fight the Umbrella Academy. They shut it down. They convince um, Lila to be like kind of like family to them or whatever. Five kills the commissioner after this crazy scene where all of his family gets killed. He is able to jump back in time and actually do seconds at a time and rewind and kind of prevent it. Um, you find out earlier in the show when Vanya saved Harlan's life from drowning, she gave him some of the powers and he was actually losing his shit and doing like causing this crazy energy thing to happen. She takes the powers back. They get a briefcase. They go back to the future and it ends off with a Ben being alive and it wasn't the Umbrella Academy. It was called something else. Let me try to find it. Oh, it's called the Sparrow Academy. And then it ends. So all the whole brothers and sisters show up. But Ben's still alive in 2019 in this whole different timeline that ends off on a crazy good note. But that will have to do it for this episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed this deep dive. Kind of deep dive of season two, but we dig into it. Umbrella Academy is a really good show. I would recommend anybody to watch it. I do not watch a lot of TV, but I really do enjoy the show. So definitely check it out. A lot of cool um, storylines and plot twists. And if you don't know, Gerard Way, the guy who wrote it and created the show, or created Umbrella Academy, is actually the singer and uh, band member of My Chemical Romance. He's very creative and it's really popular. So I really would say check it out, especially if you're a nerd like me uh enjoy it binge it we my girlfriend and i obsessed over it not obsessed we watched it quite a lot and like i said i don't do that with literally any tv shows so i missed a lot on it wasn't a complete deep dive because i didn't want the episode to be an hour and a half long and i'm alone talking about it so it's hard to do those things but check it out if you haven't obviously there's a lot of spoilers 
Hope this gave you a cool rundown. Let me know if there's an. Well, I'm only gonna do deep dives on things that I enjoy. So, I'm on the next deep dive I have that I want. I have no idea what it's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not that everybody shouldn't know about it because they should. Because if you don't live under a rock, you know about it. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Get a Life Nerd. My name's Elliot. And I will talk to you guys next Thursday. Peace.